welcome to the UniConnect podcast. We're here to keep you connected to all things university. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of our progression series. Today I'm going to be chatting to Ellie Faulkner about the decisions she's made that have led her into her job today, the skills that she's built up and her time at university. Stay tuned to listen next. Hello, uh, today I am joined by Ellie Faulkner, who is the pastoral and digital lead here at Leeds City College. Hi Ellie. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Before we get started, can you just tell us a little bit about what you do in your current role at the college? Yeah, so I work um, within student engagement and I do resources for pastoral, so anything in citizenship, EDI, health and wellbeing, mm-hmm. and a little bit of careers as well. So to get started, can you tell us a little bit about what you did while you were at college? Yeah, so I did A-levels at Derby College, and I did English literature, English language, sociology, and digital photography for my AS levels. And then I dropped sociology and carried the other three on to A-level. And I just picked them because they were the topics that I really enjoyed at school. And I really liked the idea of doing photography as a sort of creative one. Great. So you did English literature, English language and digital photography for your A-levels. And then you decided to move on to university. Can you tell us a bit about why you decided on the university route and what you studied there? Yeah, so I ended up studying English at the University of Leicester. And the reason why I ended up doing that was I really wanted to move out of home and I'd had thought about quite a lot of different options. So uh, I considered doing a hairdressing apprenticeship and I was offered one, um, did a few trial shifts, really enjoyed it. But then I kind of did have a look at the other options that I had available as well. So I did visit some unis, had a look at the different courses and the course at Leicester just really appealed to me. It was covering loads of topics I was really interested in and I really I knew Leicester quite well as well so I, I kind of felt comfortable there. And when I had a look round I just thought that this is the place for me and the course itself was really good because it combined literature and language so a lot of the courses tend to just be one or the other but this one wasn't so for me that was like really interesting and I just wanted to do that and it also had like modules you could do in creative writing and I was really interested in that as well so I thought yeah this is perfect I'm just going to do this so I can move out of home start my adult life and do something I'm interested in. Fab so you sound like you really did your research when it came to picking the course and picking the university which is always really important and when you actually started your degree um, did you enjoy your, your time at university and your uni experience? Yeah, I actually really did. Um, I'm not going to pretend it was easy. Uh, It was a big adjustment. Uh, Some of those 9am lectures were challenging for me to get to. Um, But the actual course itself uh, was really interesting. And I thought that the uni did a really good job of balancing out 
sort of enrichment kind of time and also the the course itself and the, that first year had some really interesting introductory courses into it so uh, we did like uh, an overview of English through through the ages so I think we started off sort of in like medieval literature and then moved through to modern literature in one module just so that we could get a nice breadth of it and that was really good for me because it kind of helped me understand what kinds of literature I really enjoyed and yeah I, I suppose it, it was just kind of nice to be able to meet new people I'm quite an outgoing person so I really enjoyed getting to know people I stayed in halls with people from the other uni so it was actually De Montfort University halls which was really nice because I got to know people from across the city and different courses and stuff not just people at my own uni. Great and did you get involved with much outside of your course at university? Because I worked part-time it was a little bit difficult for me to attend loads of stuff at uni um, although I did go to sort of freshers fairs and you know went on some nights out and things like that but one of the things that I did do was as, through the Women's Society, we did a performance of the Vagina Monologues, which for some reason I did in a Yorkshire accent, despite not having one. The best accent. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> and yeah, that, that was really fun and it was actually really successful. We did that in a little theatre that was sort of upstairs from a pub in Leicester. Um, we sold out two nights, so we had to put on a third night, which was amazing. And I really recommend if anybody does go to uni to get involved in that kind of thing because you meet loads of different people off different courses and year groups and it's just a laugh really yeah it's really nice. So you mentioned that you worked alongside your studies throughout uni how did you find having a part-time job while you were studying? It was a bit of a mixed bag if I'm being completely honest because on the one hand not only did I need to work but it was it was nice to meet sort of well we used to call them townies so people who who are actually from Leicester as opposed to being at uni um, and, and also having that bit of extra money um, feeling independent knowing that I was getting like all this work experience and things like that on the other hand it, it was it was quite challenging especially when some of the people on my course didn't have to work or didn't want to for whatever reason and they had all that time to do their coursework and to go to extra seminars and meet with their tutor more and things like that and I would have liked to be able to do those things but having said that I don't think I'd go back and change anything even if I could because it was such a valuable experience and I think yeah just being able to 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 learn extra skills workplace skills and know that when I left uni I had all of that work experience behind me so it was easier for me to to move into a, a full-time job then if that makes sense and I did work in quite a lot of different places as well because I didn't need to be tied down to somewhere and I did have student finance coming in so it wasn't the end of the world if there was a gap between jobs so I you know I worked at SHU um, which was really nice I worked at um, a clothing store which was maybe not as nice but you know I, I, I worked in some independent shops and I think they were my favourite places to work um, so the last place that I worked before I went into full-time work was like a crystal shop and I sold crystals and incense and it was a family-run business and that was really really nice and they kind of became like a sort of extra family for me so I think it's a really good thing for people to do to get that part-time job even if they're only doing a Saturday afternoon once a week just to get that behind them yeah yeah it's um 
like you said, it's invaluable getting that work experience, really, isn't it? And mm-hmm. I think if you try and get a part-time job where that understanding of the fact that you're studying as well and you're not taking on too many hours, then when you come to graduate, you've got all that experience behind you, which is which is great. Yeah, I think I was quite lucky in that all of the jobs that I had understood that I was studying as well. And they were really flexible, which was, which was great. Um, and, you know, a lot of the people that I worked with were also students. So that was kind of good because we had that shared experience and we would cover each other's shifts. So if somebody had a last minute lecture they needed to go to or whatever. So, yeah. So once you finished your bachelor's degree in English, you moved on to study a master's course. Can you uh, tell us a bit more about what you studied and why you chose to stay in education? Yeah. So, yeah, I straight away went into Dubai MA in creative writing and it was at the same uni so I stayed in Leicester I knew the tutors uh, the lecturers and quite a lot of the people on the course as well um, and it was actually the first year that they ran that creative writing MA which is a bit nerve-wracking so I was sort of a bit worried that we'd be guinea pigs but it, it was a really really good course and the reason why I picked that above some of the other MAs that Leicester offered was just because I've always loved creative writing and I wanted, I, th- I saw that as a time to specialise in an element of English, if that makes sense. That It, it was really good. Uh, it gave me sort of an extra year to buy some time to think about what next to do whilst just doing something I love, building my skills, spending more time with the people who had been on my course, who were doing it as well. I think actually as well, one of the main things that I learned from it was to swallow my pride a little bit because there was so much reflection and workshops where we would critique each other's work. And that was a really good experience to to learn when my work's not as good as I would like it to be. And I think I think that's actually what I enjoyed about it most. So moving on to graduate life, what did you decide to do after university? After uni, I, I was still working in my part-time job, and I and I actually started renting as a lodger. And this is the ridiculous story of what really pushed me <laughs> to, to grow up a little bit and you know move into full-time work. Um, and I moved to Leeds, so I, I was renting off this man, like I said, and the house that he owned was what I now call Spider House because. I'd come home every day from work and there would just be those massive spiders like running around everywhere and it just it was so ridiculous but it just got to the point where every single day was a torture of me walking around this house avoiding them hoovering up cupping these spiders and it was awful and I lasted 12 weeks and then um, my mum said that there was a job going at her place so she suggested that I applied for that job and I did and I got it and that that was an online training so that's why I moved to Leeds so yeah I, I suppose that that's how it's ridiculous but that's how I ended up moving into a sort of a more of a career role and because I've always loved education I thought great this is a really good place to start in online training and it turned out to be really good because I learned so many skills there and I actually managed to complete quite a lot of qualifications while I was there as well so my role was mainly in sort of resources, similar-ish to what I do now, to support learners get through their course. 
so while I was doing that, I also completed the level three award in education and training, which is sort of like a beginning point for teacher teacher training ish. And then I also did my level four IQA. So that's about quality assurance. And then I did a level two certificate in equality and diversity, just because that's something I'm really interested in and I care about a lot. And and that helped me get in the get my foot in the door of sort of the career path that I wanted to take. I was there for just just under two and a half years, I think it was. And during that time, I sort of took on management roles. So yeah, yeah, that was uh, really good. And that that's the sort of first proper job. Proper job is probably not the right word, but yeah, you know, full time career path that I I took really. So it sounds like you really made the most of your two and a half years in the online training and you studied lots of qualifications and it sounds like you really made the most of all the opportunities uh, that you could get. You then found this job here at Leeds City College. What skills do you think that you kind of built up over the last couple of years that really gave you the confidence to, to go for this job that you're in now? I think the main one is my ability to work with and talk to a range of people in a confident kind of way because before for example meeting spaces being able to have the confidence to speak up and give my opinion and also support other people during meetings so if they've given their ideas and things like that that was something that I I had done it obviously at uni but it, it wasn't in the same kind of way and I think being in a role such as I had gave me that boost to be like actually you you do kind of know what you're talking about and it's you know sometimes it's okay if you don't as well but to put those ideas out there and have a collaborative discussion about work-based activities that that was really useful and I think it's something that I now use every day in Leeds City College so that would probably be the main one But then also things like time management, really useful, having deadlines, working to deadlines, making sure that I'm sort of project managing things, uh, having multiple different projects going on at the same time. They're all really useful things that I've learned to do. And I'm still learning. I'm I'm not going to lie and pretend that you know oh okay now I've made it kind of thing and, and I think that that's probably the third thing actually is knowing that you're, you're always developing and that you there's always going to be things that you're not as good at or that you're you're brilliant at and that you can help other people with and accepting that you can get help from from other people doing CPD so continuous professional development that's really really important and something that I think is key to everybody Thank you for coming and having a chat with me today, Ellie. Before we go, what is your number one tip for any students listening who might be unsure about what they'd like to do after school or college? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. My number one tip, I think, would just be go with the flow. And I know that sounds really loosey-goosey, not really very helpful but I do think it is really helpful because you've got to go with your gut and do things you enjoy but also that things that are going to be helpful to you um you're going to make mistakes and you're going to do things that you think oh no that wasn't really something I wanted to do actually 
But even if it is stuff that you, you didn't really enjoy or it's not something you want to pursue, you're going to have learnt stuff from that and you're going to be one step closer to finding something that you do want to do. I don't think anything's kind of concrete. I think you can change your mind and that's that's great. So just do things. If, if you come across something that you think, yeah, I love this, do it, because I think that's how you're going to find who you are as a person. And also, like I said sort of earlier, we're always continually developing. So something that you love right now or something that you hate right now is not necessarily going to stay that way. I know it hasn't for me, so you just got to keep going and just really enjoy yourself as much as you can. Amazing, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today. I hope that you found my chat with Ellie useful. Like Ellie said, she gave us a fantastic top tip. Just go with the flow. Pursue things that you enjoy. Accept that sometimes you might try something out that's not going to work for you. But every experience we have is always going to lead us to learning something and to developing new skills. This is going to be the last episode in our progression series. Um, please keep in touch by following us at our Instagram page, uniconnect underscore ghwy. We'll be back soon with some more episodes as part of the UniConnect podcast.